the gospel of our Lord from John says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness, to bear witness of the light. That all through him might believe. But he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of it. That was the true light, which gives light to every man and was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, but his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness we have all received, and grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him to us. We tend to laugh when we think about some of the crazy that comes out this time of year. There's quite a bit of insanity that we experience in department stores, and it's either laugh or cry, so we laugh about it. We sometimes laugh about those uh, passive aggressive. Relatives at the dinner table. We laugh about the fact that uh, someone's upset because someone else brought cranberry sauce and they were on the list to bring cranberry sauce or this dressing's not quite what I'm used to growing up with. There's all sorts of crazy that comes with this time of year and, and some of that we can shrug off and laugh about and some of it can be a bit amusing to us. But there's also a, a uh, to take a, a poor word and to try to redefine it or recontextualize it a little bit, there's also a, a holy type of crazy at this time of year. Christmas is about the greatest of all possible miracles. While Paul said that without the resurrection of Christ, our faith is vain and our faith is useless and we're left in our sins, I can't help but 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 in my own heart, believe that Christmas is, is an even more perplexing story than the story of the resurrection. Because Christmas is not just about God coming to us. It's not just about Him coming to rescue us even. It's about how He came and how He came to rescue. This is the greatest of all mysteries. The mystery that God, who is utterly and completely separate from His creation, the one who created all things, the one who is completely immaterial, one who is purely spiritual, that He would come and be a, become a part of His creation. It boggles the mind. 
for it all. If we don't scratch our heads at Christmas Day, I think we're missing the mystery of Christmas Day. We're missing the, the, the craziness that is the story that God became flesh and dwelt among us. There is a sense of shocking glory at the incarnation of Jesus. The eternal word takes on flesh and becomes part of his creation. John tells us that Christ is the illuminating one. He is the one who shines light in the midst of darkness. He talks about the light that John the Baptist bore and how he was the light who came before that great light. He was not the true light. He was, he was simply a reflection of that light. And he came to prepare a people. And his, his, his pronouncement of the good news was repent for the kingdom of God is coming. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. But Christ is the one who illumines the darkness. He is the one who is incomprehensible to the, doctor, to the darkness. And He is the one who is impenetrable by the darkness. He shatters the darkness with glorious and radiant light. He shatters the quiet of darkness with the cries of a newborn. At the end of the service, we'll be singing Away in a Manger. And when we get to that line, line that... Uh, uh, the baby awakes, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I always think, well, that may sound nice, but he was 100% baby. And when he got hungry, he cried. When he got scared, he cried. This one who illumines the darkness is the incarnate one. The one who became one of us so that He might redeem us. John tells us that the Christ, the illuminating one, is also the proclaiming one. He speaks of the witness that John was uh, coming before Christ, witnessing to Him, preparing the people. But he says also that no one has seen God at any time but the Son, the incarnate one, who is in the bosom of the Father. He has proclaimed Him to us. He has revealed the face of the Father to us. He, he has come to confirm the witness of John and He has come as the fullness of the Father's revelation to us to show Himself to us, to show the great love that He has for His people, to show how much He loves us. And so He is the proclaiming one, not just the illumining one. He shatters the darkness and He shatters the world's silence with His proclamation that the kingdom of God has come. And that God has come to ransom His people. John tells us also that the Christ is the regenerating one. He is the one in whom there is life. He is life-giving. He tells us that those who receive Him are given the right or the authority to become children of God. And he says, not born of man, not born of the will of man, not born by their own mustering up of, of courage or, or, or abilities, but they are born of God because they believe in Him and believe in His name and therefore receive Him into their lives. And so John speaks of being born anew, being raised up to new life, of being regenerated. This is not just about a fresh start. This is about new life. 
It was St. Athanasius writing in the 4th century, the early 4th century, who said concerning the Incarnation, that which is not assumed or taken in cannot be healed. But the Scriptures tell us that all of our humanity, everything that it means to be human, has been taken into the Godhead through the incarnation of Jesus. He became all of what it means to be human. And therefore all of what it means to be human is able to be healed by Him. Healed by His life. His life is so powerful, it kills death. We've been talking throughout this Advent season about preparing ourselves, about making sure that we don't miss the miracle. Making sure that 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 uh, that that we have reason to sing. This morning, we're encouraged. Just five days till Christmas morning. Just four days until Christmas Eve. If you've got last minute shopping to do, you've waited too long. It's going to be a train wreck on Barrett Parkway this week. Don't go that direction. Go some other direction. Head toward Alabama or something. I don't know. Don't head toward Kennesaw. But with just a few days left, as I told you last week, there's still time. There's still time to take in the season. There's still time to, to, to bathe yourself in the songs of Christmas. There's still time to break out the hymnal that's, that's gathered up dust. Some of you got hymnals at home. I know you do. Catherine especially. And there's still time to break out the hymnal and, 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 and sing some of those great Advent hymns. There's still time to go to that website, faithmethodschurch.org, and, and read up on Advent and read up on the significance. There's still time to finish that book that you only partly began and then you got too, too busy and everything else. There's still time. And I want to encourage you this morning, make sure not to miss it. Do not miss the mystery that is Christmas. Do not miss the miracle that is Christmas. Do not miss that crazy story that God, the Eternal One, who created all things, became a part of His creation to rescue it. Don't miss it. Because John tells us that Jesus' very own people missed it. They were looking for something else. They weren't looking for the illumining one. They weren't looking for the proclaiming one. They weren't looking for the regenerating one. Don't miss it. Better yet, don't miss him. Let's pray.